How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. The free Odyssey app. The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. Now, I will say, the journey, and it was a journey, (laughs) to get to the press box is one of the, the toughest journeys I've been on. And Chris Ello. If he hits two home runs every game, including a glance, excuse me. Well, it's going to be one of those days, huh? It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! 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 With plenty of nonsense in between. Oh, look! Here comes our fearless producer! Gwen and Chris starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. Into the 4 o'clock hour we go. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Frank Marchese, all here. He's filling in for Mr. Scraby, who is uh, hopefully in a lot of rough right now or has had to get out of a lot of rough uh, over at the Farmers where um, those little, what's it, a little media uh, get-together today? Celebrity tournament. Cele- oh, celebrity. I mean, they have they have the likes of Tony Gwynn Jr., they have the likes of Ben Higgins. They have lesser celebrities like Chris Ello. And they take Matt Scraby. <laughs> oh, he deserves it. He is, he is he, he's, 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 he's big time. He, 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 enjoy, he enjoys golf a lot more yes, than he you. Does. Although you've been getting out on the... I've been getting a lot, but I, don't enjoy, but I don't enjoy it as much as he does. <laughs> I just go out and play. Fair enough. we got a Chris versus the fans for you guys coming up. Had a chance to qualify for... The grand prize, a two-night stay at Westgate Las Vegas, dinner at Edge Steakhouse, and two tickets to Manilow at Westgate Las Vegas. That's right. Join Barry Manilow for an unforgettable evening at Westgate Las Vegas Resort Casino International Theater. Enjoy show-stopping performances from Copacabana. Very good. <laughs> to Mandy and Can't Smile Without You, all while experiencing a night of illustrious showmanship Get your, tic- get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com to see Manilow at Westgate, Las Vegas. Plus, you will win a pair of tickets to the Seals-Nighthawks game at Pachango Arena on December 29th. Grab tickets now at SealsLAX.com. By the way, Chris, and Chris versus the Fans is brought to you by Tarpy Plumbing and Heating. 
excuse me, Tarpey Plumbing, Heating, and Air for best HVAC and plumbing services in San Diego and the surrounding areas. Call Tarpey today. All right, that was a, a mouthful. So let's go ahead and jump into this uh, Chris versus the fans. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Yep, this is my part. Um, so here are the rules. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more and more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get the question wrong and Chris gets the question right, you are eliminated. If Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or possibly win if you're a first-time player. Player! Uh, player! We didn't get a chance. Yeah, you just, you just set yeah, Too quick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know, and you will skip the first question and go right on to question number two. And we will start today with, uh, let's go to Brandon in La Mesa will be our first player. Hey, Brandon. Brandon, welcome to the show, man. Happy Thursday. Good to have you on. Thank you. I'm a third-time player. I don't know if that means anything. It means nothing. But, hey, we appreciate your third time It means something to me. (laughs) What does it mean to you? Daddy's a devoted player of the Fair game. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, yeah. here we go. First question. What number does Manny Machado wear for the Padres? Mm. He wears number 13. Very that good. That is Very correct. Good. Yeah. No superstition there. No. Here we go. Question number Have two. Have you seen the uh, ESPN commercial with Manny? Which one? Uh, you know the this is Sports Center ESPN commercial where he's walking in the uh, office and then he comes to this corner office spot that's on fire and there's you know red and uh, pitchforks. Was he with the Orioles then, or is he with the no? Padres? He's with the Padres. What, this is new. It's pretty new, and he you know he said welcome to the hot corner. Maybe I I've seen it and just forgot about yeah. it. But I don't remember that. One. Yeah, I saw it the uh, couple of weeks ago. Yeah, let's Welcome out. to the hot corner is with the tagline to that. All right, let's go question number two. In 2010, NFC wild card game between the Seahawks and the Saints, what is Marshawn's Lynch big run more commonly called? Ooh, where he barreled over everybody. Yeah, that was some run. That was a 7-9 team, too. Um, Shoot, you know. I'm not, I don't know that. I don't know the cue for it. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sorry about that, Brandon. I think it was called the Beast Quake. It was. It was yeah. indeed. I know. Well, the, didn't they say that it registered it on did. the Richter scale, the sound coming from the, the stadium? Scale. It was nuts. That whole run was nuts. Man. Like, literally, as he's running crazy. the whole. Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks, yeah, Brandon. Sorry, th- thanks, Brandon. The whole uh, camera was shaking yeah, as he was getting it was. the thing. It was and crazy. guys were shaking off of his body. <laughs> yeah. He must have broke 11 tackles on that At one least. run. It At was least. And he stiff-armed like four people into the ground. Yeah. How go. far was it? I remember. I wonder how long the run actually was. I 70 it, yards? I, I, I want to say it was less than that. Yeah, yeah. It was, I it was think like 50-something. Yeah. yeah, but it was some run. 
All right, Frank, who we got next? All right, uh, really quick, Chris, if you wouldn't mind straightening your camera out, that would be very, oh, yeah, very I, helpful. Switch uh, over. Uh, second caller will be John in Temecula. John, hey, all right, John. Good to have you on, John. Hey, guys. Been a long time. How you doing? Very good. Good We're to talk to well. you, as always. Here we go. First question. Likewise. Name the two colleges that Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts played football at. Alabama and Oklahoma. There you oh, go. On it. Ding. There it is. All I right. find the mouse. I lost it. Question number two. Stay in the college football realm. What team did Deshaun Watson and Clemson beat to win the national championship? LSU beat them once badly, but I think they beat, they didn't beat Bama. I think it was LSU. I'm going to go with LSU. Uh-oh. Hello for the steal. I thought it was, uh, I don't know. Clemson won a couple of them, though, but I think he beat Alabama. They go uh, Alabama. I'm going to go with Bama, yeah. That ah, is Sorry correct. about that, John. You talked John, yourself you out had of it. it. Yeah, he kind of threw me because I, I was going to go Alabama. Then he said, wait, maybe not. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Let's go to our next contestant. Uh, next contestant will be Patrick in Fashion Valley. Patrick in Fashion Valley. All right, Patrick. Patrick, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Hello, Patrick. Patrick, doing a little shopping today? Yeah, I'm actually, uh, well, no, I live across the street, but um, I'm at the Trader Joe's, so you got a camera on me, I guess. Trader <laughs> Joe's. There we go. Good for you. First question. I love Trader Joe's. Unsolicited, uh, unsolicited uh, support for Trader Joe's there. In 2022, who did the San Diego Padres knock out of the NLDS? Hmm. The bad boys from up the highway, Dodgers. Very good. The Doyers. That is correct. Correct. We move to question number two. Miles Garrett very well could be headed to a defensive player of the year this season. What college did he attend? Mm. Number one pick, right? I think he I think was. He number, was. One pick, yeah. number one overall pick out of Georgia. 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 It's always a good guess. I believe it was uh, Texas Agriculture and Military. <laughs> Texas A&M? I think so. Yeah. Indeed, it was. All, All right. right. Uh, we'll need another contestant. Uh, that we do. Uh, today it'll be Scott in San Diego. Scott. Hey, Scott. In San Diego. Welcome to the show. Welcome in. Hey, guys. Hope all is well. Everything hey. is well. Thank you. Here we go. Asking. First question. Wide receiver DJ Moore was traded to the Chicago Bears from what team? Carolina Panthers. The Panthers. Solid move by the Panthers. That. Get themselves two wins this year. To get in return for him. Not enough. Question number two. Recently retired Nick Saban. Left what school 
prior to being at Alabama? LSU. LSU. Ding that dong. is correct. Two in a row. Where did he start his college well, coaching well, well, career? Were you, we'll oh, are you going to go with we'll that? We'll have to hold that because that is going to be question number three, oh my friend. Nick Saban got his first head coaching job at what college? If you get this, it's very well deserved, Scott. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I think it was a small school, but I've got no clue. Small school, no clue. Hello. Yeah, Toledo. Toledo. And I only know that because I read his bio and everything today. I wouldn't have got it yesterday. Toledo. Yeah, I wouldn't correct. have got it yesterday. I know he's at Michigan State, but I didn't remember. Who remembers him at Toledo? Nah, Nobody. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> All right, next contestant. All right, next contestant will be Caesar in San Diego. Hi, Hi Caesar. Caesar. What's up, man? Love it. Happy Friday. Always good to talk is to you. Is it Friday Caesar. already? No, but Happy somewhere it is. Friday. Maybe in Australia it is. <laughs> Here we go. First question What year was the last All-Star game, MLB All-Star game, held in San Diego? Mm. 2016. Wow. He was ready with the answer. He got it. That is correct. That's good. I wouldn't have got that. I honestly would have missed it because those years are run together. I know that it was here in 74, and I know it was here in, uh, was it 92? Three or two? I don't know. We'll maybe have to use that Uh-oh. one here coming up. Oh, I'm giving away all your answers. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's all right. Question number two. Twenty sixteen was the last year the Padres hosted the MLB All Star game. When was the previous time? Oh, well, just give you a hint. I think. Previous time in San Diego? Yes. 1993. 93, he said. <laughs> <laughs> I threw him off. Mm. It was 92. <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. was the MVP. Indeed, it was. 1992. Ah, oh, just missed it. All right. We'll need a new contestant. We're running out of we, we questions. Are, we, We're running out of callers. I'm coming up. Tony's out. coming up with stuff, man. He's pulling <laughs> out of his left field top. here. Doing I'm a great rushing. job. I'm running out of beds. We're we're having we're having problems. Here. We are not having problems, Frank. We are equipped <laughs> to deal with this. Juan in San Diego. Juan, welcome to the show, my man. Hey, thank you, guys. Hi, Juan. First time player. First time player. Go. <laughs> go right to, to question number two. Question number two. Kobe Bryant famously put up 81. What team did he do against? 81 point game for Kobe Bryant. Who was it against? Against? I'm going to say Golden State Warriors. The Warriors. That is incorrect. Hello for the yeah. Steel. They put they play this game on TV too often. And I remember the poor Raptors chasing him around. <laughs> Raptors, yes, the Raptors. Okay, well, that was yeah. all right. Thanks, Swan. Okay, you'll get, take another shot at it, man. Call us again. 
You win one of these days. All right, we'll move to uh, a tiebreaker here. Tiebreaker, tiebreaker, tiebreaker. I know we got one. I know we got another one for for a tiebreaker. Who we got? I think we'll go with Magic in San Diego. The Magic Man is back. Magic Man. Magic, how are you? I'm doing good, guys. I've been waiting to say this. Seven-year caller, first-time player. (laughs) First-time player. Here we go. Well, Unfortunately, because you were really factor in, in the tiebreaker, tie but it's all right. We're glad to have you, Magic. You know how the tiebreaker works, correct? Yeah, I do. All right. Uh, how about we go with? Since we're talking about Lakers, okay. Sedale Threat. Oh my God! Good old C. Dale Threat. Let me pull up his. Uh... Yeah, I remember Sedale. He, you know, I was thinking of this the other day because they did a thing on. NBA tonight or something. And I was watching as I walked by, and they did a piece on Jeff Malone. Do you remember this guy shooting guard for the Jazz and for the Wizards? I don't. Don't remember him. But he was so good for about two or three years, averaged about 27 a game. And and I was thinking to myself, the NBA has hundreds of guys that you never talk about anymore that were really good, really good. all-star players during their time. And Jeff Malone. So Dale Three was a guy that was really pretty good. Really yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, I'm having a hard time pulling up his numbers right now. Can't find him. Basketballreference.com doesn't have him. I'm on Basketball Reference right now. Uh huh. Are you not spelling his name right? Sedale, S E D A L E. There's got to be the only Sedale in there. There he is. There There he is. is. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Chris. Yes. How many points per game did Sedale 3 average for his career? Points per game for his career. Uh, so it doesn't really matter how long he played. No. He was a pretty good player. You know, he wasn't an all-star player, but I liked him. He played for the Bulls and the Lakers. Yes, he did. Both of us he had him for a while. Yeah, I might give him 10 points a game. He's 10, say 10 points a game. So Dale Threat. Is it higher or lower, Magic? Um, I'm going to go... Slightly higher, about twelve point three. <laughs> Magic wants to make an actual guess. Twelve point three. That is incorrect. It was lower. It was actually a titch lower. You said ten. Yeah. He averaged nine point eight. Uh, points just per game. Magic. All right. All right. Well, call in again, Magic. We definitely want you to play again. We'll need a uh, another contestant. Yeah. Let's go with here. Kevin in Escondido. A lot of Kevin people getting a chance today. Kevin in Escondido. Welcome to the show, Kevin. All right. Hey, Kevin. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going well. All right. Kevin, you know how the, the tiebreaker works? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, Chris. Yes, sir. You know, Sedell 3 was a, a point guard in uh-huh. the NBA. Okay. How many, how many, how many uh, assists did he Oh, boy. Average over his career. I'm gonna say three and a half. Three and a half. Three point five. Higher or lower? I'm gonna go higher. It's gonna go higher. No, 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 no. It's a win. He was right. He was right. What is it? Three point eight. You're right. I was close. Right on the cut. Very good. All right, Kevin. Kevin, hang on the line. Uh, Frank will take care of you. Get you set up. We, in the meantime, have to get to break. When we come back, what we got? When we come back, Uh, we got to get into this. 
Well, I'll tell everybody when we come back. It's okay. it's special. It's special. More going to Chris on the way. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details leading ladies a concert in celebration of women's history month featuring kelsey ballerini megan trainer l king christina perry at the king's theater in brooklyn new york on wednesday march 20th tickets are on sale now you don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices with kelsey ballerini megan trainer l king and christina perry odyssey's leading ladies presented by olay body buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com Welcome back to the program. 423 is the time. Chris Ello, it is uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. It is uh, Frank, big Frank in there today for uh, the golfing. Matt Scraby, always lagging. I mean, it's like 11 days into the year. He's already lagging, taking days off. Matt Scraby, the celebrity of the program, out at Torrey Pines today. He'll be back tomorrow. Um, We got a a big five coming up at the bottom of this hour. So uh, stick around for that. And uh, it was a... uh, a wild uh, Chris versus the fan segment today. Finally decided in uh, tiebreaker fashion. All right, here you go, Tony. Tuesday and Wednesday. That's two nights worth of college basketball. That's it. On Tuesday night, number one, Purdue lost. Number two, Houston lost. Number 17, Colorado State lost. Number 18, BYU lost. So four ranked teams went down on Tuesday. Last night, we topped that. Number three, Kansas, lost. Number five, Tennessee, lost. Number nine, Oklahoma, lost. Number 21, Clemson, lost. Number 11, Marquette, lost. They were the only home team to lose. The rest of those teams all lost on the road. Mm. Nine ranked teams go down in the last two days alone. In college basketball. Good. The Aztecs should be moving on up then. Not if they lose. <laughs> yeah. As we talked about earlier, Touché. on Saturday they play at New Mexico, and that's going to be a very tough game. I was looking at the Aztec schedule. It is difficult coming up. The next six games are all against either ranked teams or teams – well, I should say I should say five of the six are against teams that are – You know, top quality teams at New Mexico, home to Nevada, which has lost only once, at Boise State, they just beat Colorado State, 
They might get a little wet, a respite at home against Wyoming. And then they got back-to-back Colorado State and Utah, both ranked in the top 20. That's how good the Mountain West is. Now, I don't know what the Aztecs' record is going to be through these six games. But like you and I will say, if they go 4-2, and two, they shouldn't drop at all in the rankings with that kind of gauntlet of teams. But if they do go 4-2, and two, you can count on the fact that they'll drop because that's how the AP people do it. Um, that's how they do us, at least, for do sure. Do us. They don't do us right. No. Um, at New Mexico, that's so tough. Again, it's altitude. It's the pit. It's one of the great venues in college basketball. New Mexico got a really good team. But the Aztecs found a way the other night, and uh, they, they, they got past San Jose State on the night when San Jose State played pretty much a perfect game. You and I talked about it yesterday. It was the perfect game to pull off an upset. They did everything right. Yeah, they did. And they made a lot of miraculous shots and momentum plays. It seemed like everybody on the San Jose State team played over their head. The Aztecs still found a way. Loving this team, 14-2. and two. It is, They just 14-2 and two after a trip to the national championship. They're, they're a gritty bunch, man. They, they grind you down. And I, it just, they just seem like a confident bunch of dudes that even with a, the amount of guys they lost from last year's national championship run. Which uh, is pretty hefty group. Yeah, <laughs> really hefty group. Guys it's five who, guys that could be a starting five on almost any team in America, and they lost them all. And they've played good basketball. You know, it, it took them a little bit to find their footing, and I would say it took a little bit. It took a lot less time than it seems like it's taken some of the couple years some of the teams of the last couple of years, but they they they're just impressive. They're impressive to watch, even against that, even in that San Jose State game. It just seemed as though, as you said, everything was lining up for it to be a, an upset, right? And they found a way. They didn't let it happen. They found a way. Uh, by the way, the uh, midseason Wooden Award list is out for college basketball player of the year. Please tell me he's on. Uh, yes. Okay. Jaden Ledee is uh, one of the twenty-five, or not? I don't know if there's twenty-five. Just, I can't count them all. <laughs> it's a long Guessing list of 25. guys. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, top twenty-five. So yes, he is on that list. I, I'm wrong on this. I'm sure I'm wrong. So, and, you know, somebody who follows basketball or is a scout will tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. Is Zach Eady better than Jaden Ledee? I mean, I know is Zach the Eady, big man for, he's for the big Purdue? man for Purdue. He's the player of the year last year. They think he's going to win it again this year. He's 7-3, I think. He's athletic as hell. 7-4. Averages twenty two and twelve, but I watch this guy play, and I I don't get me wrong, he's good. Jaden D, I mean, could Zach Eady have the body to deal with no, Jaden Ledee? Nobody has so far, that's for sure. I mean, I know Zach Eady is going to be the number one or the number two pick, and Jaden Ledee may not even be drafted because we talked to some people about his age, and uh, there's no guarantee that he'll even be drafted, but. I don't know. I'd rather have Jaden Ledee. I know I'm uh, totally one-sided on that, but I anyway, think, I don't think you're one-sided. I mean, everybody's enamored with the size at at seven three. You just, you know, it's still. I know it's I know it's basketball, but you just don't see it often, especially at the college level. Yeah, three. and and not to be dorky, seven four. Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's really athletic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I I I'll I still would rather have Jaden Ledee. One last thing on the Aztecs basketball team. 
their win over San Jose State the other night was their fifth in a row this season in games decided by one possession or overtime. Mm. Going back to last season, they have won 13 in a row that have been decided by one possession or have gone into overtime. That's either some great coaching by Brian Dutcher in close games, or as he would probably tell us, a lot of good luck. Yeah, I know. But he, I know he would say. In a row? I know Coach Judge would say it was, it's a lot. Of I good know luck, what he would say, but, but there's got to be something to it. You don't win nah. every close game you play. Nah, but they have, and you know that. And that's again, they play in a conference that doesn't get a lot of love. Where they got to go on the road and play in tough places. There's no doubt that that rubs off, and, and you can carry that with you wherever you need to go at this point. So. I mean that—that's the confidence, and probably why they're—they're uh, they're winning those games. They feel like they're going to win those games. They know they're going to win those games. The last time they lost a close game or overtime was the heartbreaker to Creighton in the NCAA tournament two years ago. So they're getting it done again. Another fantastic season on the Mesa. We'll take a break when we return. Big Five time. Find out what else is going on in sports on Gwen and Chris. Four thirty-seven on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Frank Marchese, and for Matt Scraby, who is Frank Marchese on the uh, what do you call it, Tony? The, the P's one, and Q's, the, the ones, the ones and, and twos. twos. Yeah, yeah. He's pressing the ones. He's not pressing the twos. Because <laughs> a lot he's, of times our mics, have, yeah, no, you know, we're not, and we're not used to turning them on. It's not your fault, Frank. But just usually, I was not told this. I yeah. know, didn't say you were. That's why I said it's not your fault. They've been on. They've been okay. off. Yeah, so, they've been yeah. on. They've been off. So you know, it's been we're, we're, we're getting know, it together. Pressing the ones. Not, two and a half in. We, we're not on doing our as way. good on the twos. Uh, big five come your way. Should be fun. Uh, Frank has put this big five together. It's got a little bit of everything in it. Uh, before we get to it, though, let's check some traffic. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. I, again, I thought you guys usually do a little talking bit, and I always get made fun of mm. for just jumping right in. But okay, we'll just jump right in. Yeah, today. I don't know. We don't. We don't do a talking Number bit. Five. Neither of us are paying any attention at all over here, Frank. <laughs> That's see, really the bottom line. I can see that I hate now. To tell you. All right. So uh, when Nick Saban left Alabama, the first name that was mentioned for the vacancy was Oregon Ducks coach Dan Lanning as Saban's possible successor. Well, those rumors were put to bed by Lanning himself, who posted a video on Twitter this morning expressing his commitment to Oregon, saying, I want to be in young as Eugene will have me. Lanning did work under Saban in 2015 as a graduate assistant, which is one reason why he was mentioned for the job. Lanning also signed a six-year deal with Oregon back in July of 2023. Tony... With landing out of the race, who might be the next head coach in Tuscaloosa? Uh, Dabo comes to, to mind pretty quickly. I like that one. Played at Alabama. Um, 
was a wide receiver there. I think he uh, coached a little bit there too, as well before becoming a, an assistant at at Can or excuse me at Clemson. So I think that's the first name. Outside the box, you have to start thinking of. I mean, what about Mike Vrabel? He could be a, a name that could end up there. Dan Lanning obviously was the name that everybody went to first. He uh, uncharacteristically of college coaches, he came out pretty quick and was like, "Nah, this isn't happening." Yeah, now, good for now, him. Now, what's what is uh, on par is that they can change their mind. That money price could go up. He could change his mind. But I think Dabo is a good fit. It seems like I don't know that he's he's stalled out. I, I, it feels like he's taking Clemson as high as they can go. And, and you know, I'm sure being that he's from Alabama, Birmingham, I believe to be exact. It seems like. It's kind of a perfect fit. We'll see how Alabama decides to play this, but he certainly would be at the top of the list. And I wonder how much input Mr. Saban's going to give to this, or if they will even ask him. They should. He says he wants to support them during the transition. I would certainly uh, use Nick Saban's input. Yeah. Here's the funny thing. Everybody remembers Bear Bryant at Alabama. Some people remember Gene Stallings, who coached them to one national championship as well. But between Gene Stallings and Nick Saban, yeah. Alabama had the likes of Mike DeBose, yeah. Dennis Francione, and Mike Shula. Mike Shula went 10-23 and 23 at Alabama, if you can believe that. 10-23 and 23 before Saban jumped in there and turned it all around again. So it isn't... It, what I'm trying to get to, it's not impossible for Alabama to be irrelevant again very quickly yeah, that's true. if they don't get the right coach. This and is an important hire, for sure. Exactly. So I think Swinney, uh, Dabo Swinney is the right guy. Um, you know, Other than that, name a big-name coach in college football because there's not a bigger job than Alabama. No. The Washington coach could go there. No, you're right. The, uh, you know, the Ohio State coach could go. I mean, who knows? Any of these guys could go there. Jim Harbaugh could go there. Because I don't think it's bigger than Alabama. So, it's the best I can do, Frank. And Tony, uh, Dabo Swinney, born 1969 in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. There you go. It's, it seems like a good fit, is what I'm saying. That's right. number four. All right, the NBA is working on a deal to make the draft a two-night event. Oh, a- let's just go make it a month-long thing. <laughs> Come on. If a- One pick every day. If approved by the Players Association, the 2024 NBA draft will be held on June 26th and 27th in Brooklyn, New York. The reason for the change is for, you guessed it, more programming for TV rights partners, but also to possibly see more action via trades and general strategy between the first and second rounds. Teams have expressed recent frustrations in the past that uh, the second round moves too quickly. Chris, do you see this working? The NBA it moves too quickly, they will. say. Yes, Second round. Too, that's too hectic. Yeah. I don't think they're going to have the same success with this as they do in the NFL. With the NFL is already over three days now, a month, two months, the NFL draft. The first pick on a Tuesday, the second pick on a Friday. The NFL's stretched it out. I don't think it's going to work in the NBA because nobody, and I mean nobody, other than the kids themselves, can name who any of the players are that are taken in the second round. They're almost all guys that play at smaller schools 
that are star NBA-type players that are never on ESPN or they're international players. So I, unless you've got some name recognition, I think all the star players that we've heard of go in the first round. So I think the ratings will fall off in the second round by such a wide margin that I don't think this will work long term. It's hard for me to remember the last time one of these ideas was pop brought up and didn't work. You know, because that's lot of, true. A lot of times <laughs> I feel like, man, there ain't no way this is. Why would you do that? You yeah. think it's too going too fast? I think most people want it to go, but they'd make these ideas up. And they become like instant successes. So yeah. I'm reluctant to say it won't work, but I think Chris is right. Unlike the NFL where some of your better college players could slip into the second, third round, and there's some, at least some re- name recognition there. As Chris said, a lot of the second round picks, there's an occasional guy that is like a, a college star that isn't you know necessarily a lottery guy, but... A lot of the guys are, are European guys, guys that I know you've never heard of. Um, and so for that reason, I tend to kind of fall where Chris falls on this. But Well, I'm also the person who's not going to watch the first round either. <laughs> so I'm That's definitely true. not going to watch the second round. Uh, yeah, I, I think there is, a, there is a, a scenario in which it definitely works. I'll say that. With that, we will move on to number three. The NFL playoffs are about to begin, but that hasn't stopped the NFL from thinking about Europe in 2024. The league announced today that the Chicago Bears and Minnesota Vikings will both host games at Tottenham Stadium. The Jacksonville Jaguars will host at Wembley Stadium. And the Carolina Panthers will host at the Allianz Arena in Munich, Germany, home of the Bundesliga juggernaut Bayern Munich. This will be the 12th time The Jaguars are playing internationally, including two games last year. Tony, with a game in Sao Paulo, Brazil, still to be announced. Is the NFL starting to ask too many teams to do this? Uh, Again, when I think it's a bad idea, it seems to be a good idea. The NFL has been doing this for a long time now. Just ask Jacksonville because they've gone, I think, every time. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, and they've and signed they, up to go, too. They want to go, man. Right. They won both games there this year. Turned their season around for a while. I think part of that is because Shad Khan yeah, he, also owns Fulham. Yeah. So that's that's part of the reason no, why he has to There's definitely some that. connections there, for sure. I don't know. NFL is mighty popular. And it seems to be only growing. So, are they asking too many teams to go down there? At this point, I think the teams are, they, they've grown accustomed to knowing that they're going to make one of those trips. Uh, and it hasn't watered down, changed the product at all. And so, what is the downside at this point if you're the NFL? You, you expand it to, to Europe, the game's still, everybody's getting up. At the butt crack of dawn in order to, to watch it a lot yes, of times. Yes, we are. And we don't <laughs> so, miss it. So I don't know what the downside is on this. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think they're asking too many teams to make the trip. And in some cases, as we just discussed with Jacksonville, they want to make the trips. I agree 100%. Um, you know, I watch every single game. I don't know if we need to send the Carolina Panthers owner <laughs> over to Germany, though. That could start something. This guy might get in a brawl with 
somebody in the Bundesliga or Wait, something. Carolina, wait, am I missing some Carolina Panthers? Yeah, yeah isn't he the Germany. guy that throws drinks at people? Oh. Panthers oh, owner. The, owner. <laughs> the owner. Yeah, don't send him over. I was trying to remember really hard, like, yeah. what, the, what happened on the field? No, he threw no, the yeah, yeah. Uh, drinks at yeah. people in the stands. I, This guy's a loose cannon. I don't know if we should let him yeah, loose that, in Germany. That, that might not end well for him. Yes, that might not well, they might end have, well for us. They might not have the same... Uh, Restraint yes. in Germany that they yeah. did in that particular situation. But other than that, I'm fine with it at this point. And uh, again, they're not playing in Mexico City this year because the Azteca is under uh, renovation. So, so they're going to Brazil. Well, the last time they Sao went, Paulo. last time they went, didn't they have the the poor surface issue? Yeah, I think where so. mm-hmm. one time they had to move they the had game. To move the game at one point. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Number two. All right, the Chicago Cubbies are not done getting a team together for 2024. It has been announced this morning that the Cubs have made a trade with the Los Angeles Deferrals at Dodgers. Deferrals. Dodgers. Time out. Was was that you or was that Scrady? No, that was me. Very oh, good, Frank. Okay. The Deferrals, but that I, that, that would please Scrady. I would have 100% bet everything I had that that was Scrady who wrote the Deferrals. Because he is so upset about that. That was me. Uh, for MLB's number 44-ranked prospect, Michael Bush. In the trade, the Cubs will receive Michael Bush and right-handed pitcher Yancey Almonte in exchange for the Cubs' number 8 prospect, Jackson Ferris, and outfielders, I hear, Hope. As of my writing this this morning, the trade had not been confirmed by either team, but Chris, after signing Shota Imanaga earlier this week and now this trade, are the Cubs a serious contender in 2024. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess if these prospects are as good as the numbers say they are, but I think the Cubs got a ways to go. They're going to lose Cody Bellinger most likely to free agency. He was their most productive player last year. Um, yeah, that division's there for the taking, though. The Cubs could get that. You know, Cardinals, Brewers, neither team is that far ahead of them. I think Craig Council was probably the best addition the Cubs made. And I just want to say that I'm leaving the fact that that the um, the Dodgers now have uh, a guy named Bueller and a guy named Ferris. I'm leaving that for Tony to say because that's a funny line that somebody brought up earlier. Ferris and a Bueller yeah. now on the roster. Yeah, Indeed. that's funny. Um, I think it does. It, well, contenders, if we're talking like a legitimate World Series no, contender, no, I don't think they're a World Series contender. They're certainly a National League Central contender they can win that division but i don't see them as a world series contender um you lose strowman i'm trying to think of the pitchers they they got the the they have steel uh can still repeat Hendricks. the year he had last year yeah Hendricks. they signed uh he's almost a cy young winner they signed the lefty right uh the pitcher from japan imanaga yeah, yeah. imanaga mm-hmm. just got him I, I just don't think they got enough. And Chris mentioned it. Bellinger was their best offensive player outside of Dansby. And he, he at least at this point, he's not returning to Chicago. So, yeah, no, I, I don't see them as a World Series contender. They'll be certainly a, uh, a better pitching staff at the very least. Number one. Uh, the, next, the last season. All right, this last one, this one's more for me, but it was announced this morning, as uh, Chris mentioned before, former New York Mets shortstop Bud Harrelson passed away at the age of 79. Harrelson had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's back in 2016. 
Harrelson was part of both Mets World Series teams in 1969 as a player and as the third base coach in 1986, but is probably best known for his wild brawl on the field with Pete Rose during Game 3 of the 1973 NLCS. More recently, Harrelson was a co-owner of the Long Island Ducks Independent League team and won four championships, most recently in 2019. Tony, I know your dad came into the league a little bit after Harrelson retired, uh, but any stories or memories of a true baseball lifer? In terms of Harrelson? Yeah. I don't. Um, he was a little bit, he was after my dad. He was a coach when my dad was yep. in the league. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't have any stories of him personally, but I do remember seeing that uh, that, that brawl that in dust game up. three. That's one of the greatest <laughs> ones of all time. If you've it never really seen is. it, type in 1973 NL. You know Pete Rose brawl that, with Bud that, Harrelson. That's there. There can't be very many brawls that have taken place in the playoffs. In the playoffs, and I mean right at second base, and I mean just haymakers being thrown. Most of them were thrown, unfortunately, for Harrelson by Pete Rose, because Harrelson was a lot smaller than Pete Rose, but he was willing to fight him. And that's the way Harrelson was. He was a fighter. He was a good manager for the Mets. He's in the Mets Hall of Fame. So, you know, give him credit. He won a World Series as a player and as a coach with the Mets. Uh, Bud Harrelson was, uh, you know, it goes back to a throwback era in my mind. Just a guy that rubbed dirt all over his uniform and went out and played his guts out every day. Because he wasn't, remember we talked yesterday about punching Judy? He was kind of a punching Judy hitter, right? He didn't hit a lot of home runs. Punching Punching Judy, Judy, yeah. (laughs) But he didn't hit many home runs, if any. Maybe hit three or four a year. Yeah. But, uh he was a gamer, so I was sorry to hear that news today, Frank. Yeah, he was also a uh, very, very kind guy. If you ever got, if you ever got a chance to talk to him around the Long Island Ducks games, he was a very, very nice man. Yeah, sorry to hear that news today, for sure. Yeah, prayers to the Harrelson family uh, for for his passing. I mean, that's uh, that's Met royalty right there. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, when you win a World Series, when you're hey, look, anybody who had any connection with the '69 Mets, and that is now. That's 50-some-odd years ago. Yeah. But if you had a connection with the 69 Mets, I bet you could still walk into any place in New York and get your meal bought for you. That's true, Absolutely. Frank? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 69 Mets, classic Harrelson. All right. Good job on the uh, Big Five, Frank. Thank Hardly you missed much. you, Scrape. Hardly <laughs> missed you. <laughs> Although there was some, uh, there were some pieces in that Big Five that certainly <laughs> reminded me reminded of you, Reminded us of you. Yes. Uh, the uh, Bucks and the Celtics are underway. Bucks yes. up 21-15 okay. in the first quarter, and uh, that is among the other matchups today uh, in the NBA. We're going to step away and uh, get to break here pretty quickly. I'm waiting for that music to kick in. The bed is there. It is. Let's get to break. On the other side, happy hour. What's so happy about it? Huh. Have to tune in to find out. More Gwen and Chris. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.